They fled like children in the face of a barking dog, running home to lick their wounds, truly aware of how powerless they are before my might. <laughs> These mighty heroes, deprived of their weapons and honor by such a lowly foe, how can they hope to ever stand against the Lady of the Light? Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent for the 43rd time. No, 44th. Except for that one episode. Technically, it's the 45th. (laughs) You just caused some listener on the road to be like, wait, shit, did I I click the wrong episode? Yeah, right? See? I'm going to start doing that on purpose. Yeah. We're going to do that Drake fight again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was fun, though. I had a good time. How about you guys? I Um, bet you did. I do think we're going to have to rethink the whole uh, blight situation here. (laughs) You must have like 20 of those. (laughs) I do. I'm going to probably end up being like one, one for one on achieving blights and use, you know, getting tokens and using blights. So starting this episode, it's going to be a one for one. uh, And I'm going to drop my blight count down to a four now because that represents how many times I brought people down. Yeah. I'm also going to start something new this week where every session, if you don't have a hero point, you get a hero point. So if you're tapped out, like I know that Todd is always, you have to start the (laughs) session with a hero point. Here's one for showing up, big guy. These characters are (laughs) never going to fucking die. Todd, you just got a participation trophy from Trevor. Participation. uh, Participation. That's literally my life. Trophies. That's exactly what you got. Yeah, I also don't have any hero points. You're supposed to technically get one every hour, right? So what I'm going to do in order to ameliorate that is every session you start, if you don't have any, you get one. I'm just going to do that and be nice about it. That's your word of the day, listener. Ameliorate. Ameliorate. It's a fun one. Participate and ameliorate. Ameliorate is an actual word, though. Is it? Uh, Yeah. 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 Participate is. Participate, participate is not. I'm pretty I, sure I've used it in conversation with you in regards to work, Raymond. Probably, and I probably was like, "That's way too big of that's way too big of a word for me." <laughs> oh, to make Nerd. something that is better unsatisfactory better. Whatever this douchebag with his ten dollar words. <laughs> yeah, you think you think I know what that word means? It's got at least yeah. four syllables. Yeah. Three dollars. No yeah. Talking to someone who's never had to talk to users before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ameliorate. How many syllables is that? What the fuck does that mean? My computer's broken. Help! I know Amelia Earhart. I know that's pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> it's the yep, same thing. It. Yeah, yeah, she nailed it. The yeah. worst. The worst. <laughs> oh yeah, that she charged an ameliorate. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. I gotta go, guys. If I'm someone charged me, <laughs> if I saw a receipt and it was like uh, $7 ameliorate, and I'd be like, yeah, I guess I gotta pay this Amelia This joke makes now. my stomach hurt. Can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> Giving Jake ulcers. <laughs> that's, that's not the joke. That's the, that's the, whole bot, the, the whole bag of Cheetos he ate before this. Yeah. Joke's on you. I didn't eat today. <laughs> See, that's the problem. <laughs> the problem is simultaneously that you do eat and donate. You have Schrodinger's ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that Jake, th- that Jake thinks he came out ahead in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, tough guy. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> this, time will, this time will stop me because I can't read. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys tried Jake. Flaming Hot Mountain Dew yet? 
I refuse. No, I refuse. I I've never even heard yeah. of that. That sounds like the worst thing since coffee and coke, which is dog shit. If you're listening, coke, it's yeah. It's what bad. The, the coffee and coke is bad. It's bad. In, it's it's wow. not even tolerable. I like it. It's pretty gross. You you're you coffee you and coke. One? Yeah, I you had like a it? sip of one. Right? Raven, oh. move over. We got another least favorite person in the podcast. Yeah. Is this powdered Coke or liquid Coke? Uh, okay, well, this is a Drake preference versus like what is usually like property damage. So <laughs> <laughs> True, I still hold my place. Wait, is it more Coke or more coffee? Uh, it's bad. I, I mean, you have added it, to your liking, right? Like, uh, you know, condensed milk or something. Imagine you brewed coffee with Coke. I am so confused. You guys have lost me completely. It sounds like an acidic Cubano. <laughs> Cubano what? Dipping a cigar in milk. I can taste the bubbles in my <laughs> mouth as I pull from the hypothetical cigar. <laughs> that, that put me off. That put me off nicotine for the rest of my life. Raymond, thank you. I've done it. Congratulations. <laughs> I wanted a cigarette oh, Nick, real bad sometimes yeah. for the last couple of months, but right now, never again. <laughs> Nicorette, eat your heart out. What if it was I like the milk after a peanut butter crunch or something like that? Uh, you know, that might be onto something, honestly. Okay. You know, I've had like some... if, if you let the, would you let the cigar like redry, or are we just lighten this bitch <laughs> oh, up no. damp? Oh no, yeah. no we're lighting yeah. a big smoke cigar, pre-soaked with your spit, and then you just dip it. Yeah. Uh, oh. In that cereal milk. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yeah. Let's, yeah, you got Maduro cinnamon toast crunch now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a short story. Let the let the oh. lactose filter the smoke. This is not what we planned for Banjo to be at all, but I love it. It's it's gonna be Romeo, Julieta, and Altadina. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing Kellogg's new yeah. Romeo and Julieta. <laughs> Uh, a little cigarillos, just a little one. Swisher Milky Sweets. <laughs> mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Swisher have all those fucked up flavors, right? So they can yeah, just start working with Kit, Kit Kat, right? They'll be like, oh, this is salty watermelon Swishers. Swisher does have really weird yeah. flavors. They're the, they're the Smirnoff of, of smokables. <laughs> Michael looks so disgusted and confused. Right? <laughs> I have no idea what is going on. It's like... It's like you guys are talking a different language right He's now. He's like, what do people drink this? milk? <laughs> I don't drink no, milk I, anymore. No, I drink milk. I, I like, drank I, anything I, that I didn't bathe in for the past 10 years. <laughs> I, I'm just and that's so why you're so pale, lost. because of the milk. Which, by the way, Micah, um, are you like just a little bit worried right now since the DNR issued their order or their uh, recommendations to pull all bird feeders? <laughs> you know, the bird flu is going around, Micah. I got it. <laughs> He's going to MSU right He's now. He's going to stock up real quick on bird seed before, uh, before Micah, the shelves get clear. Does your shirt say Micah on it? Uh, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Helmet. No, no, it's, it's just say Michigan on it. No, it's just oh, Michigan. Okay. Uh, okay. I just saw MIC and I was like, that sure says Micah. No, as in the University of. Okay. Okay. The University of Micah? Yeah. <laughs> How great would that be? I would do that. I would just wear a shirt that says Raymond on it all I, the time. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could find a shirt that might say, oh, I don't know. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah, right? I had a music class I took one time that had a dude in there who was playing jazz guitar and during the ensemble for the end of the semester performance wore a T-shirt that he had made himself that just had his name and then a picture of a guitar on it. Perfect. Wow. Rock on, dude. Like Alex and I at the time were like, is it so he doesn't forget or <laughs> like I was just doubling down. 
this is what I'm going to do professionally. Like that would have been not. great if his name... Absolutely. That would have been great if the shirt had someone else's name on it. <laughs> That's not you. The fuck? Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're Miles Davis at all. <laughs> at least been Joe, dead for God knows how long. What is this robot? Please get us into this. <laughs> I, okay, I have finally, to know. Oh, yeah. Finally. Joe told us about a robot you saw. Go ahead. An Amazonian yeah. robot, apparently. Yeah. So at the local Piggly Wiggly... Uh, every story that best. starts like this every story it. that joe has starts like this yeah it's the there. only place why did i hear slide guitar in my head <laughs> with like a glass bit yep. like a glass bottleneck mm-hmm. on yep. your finger right yeah. i don't even think piggly wigglies exist out here they no. don't not no, in california don't. no you're not churched enough it's true. <laughs> it makes Are sense. you in the Bible Belt? No. Then <laughs> there's not a Piggly Wiggly nearby. <laughs> um, so anyway, like our address here, we have a uh, like a New Deal town is what Eleanor is. So like it was produced as part of like the New Deal package from FDR. So uh, long story short, we've got a post office, and we for the longest time weren't able to have shit delivered to our house, right? Until like FedEx became a thing. This has become a problem for the podcast, honestly. Mm-hmm. It actually has, yes. Um, <laughs> you know, it's one of these things where you put in an address and they go, well, USPS can't deliver there because that's where they get their databases from. And then it's like, uh, correct, but it is a place, I promise you. And they're like, I don't care. I can't find it in my database. And I'm like, well, what about P.O. Box? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yep. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Even though we don't deliver to P.O. Boxes, it's fine. So anyway, I work until 6 p.m. our time, and that's uh, like an hour later than the post office closes here. So if I can't have something delivered to our house, we have to have it delivered to the post office. But now we have an Amazon robot that has lockers that you show up, take your Amazon order code, scan the barcode beneath. Like there's a laser that's really visible on the outside, right? Ours is named <laughs> Finny, by the way. Finny the Fing- robot? They named like the dog. dog. Does yes, he have a little an, Irish accent? That'd be awesome. It's incredible. It, well, he hasn't spoken to me yet, but I'm hoping eventually if I keep giving him treats, he will. So I go, give him a couple you know, of D cells. Uh, yeah. Just, just keep feeding him things, electrical things, <laughs> wires and whatnot. And I uh, hold the phone down. It's got a uh, barcode. Finney skins, scans it, and then he, he, it. he skins it. He skins my fingers. It's like one in time. One in ten. But he scans the barcode, and if it's like, for example, a locker that's at your shin level, he'll be like, step back, please. Right? But you step back, or, you know, he'll be like, yeah, it should be to your upper left, right? And then you look up, and the locker has opened, and your order is inside. And you never have to deal with a person. You don't have to go to the post office after the time is closed. It's fantastic. I'm so confused why you're calling this a robot. Yeah, yeah like, I thought it was actually going to be something cool, but then it turns out yeah. this is something is that like, I delivered. Like, 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 this is like, an apartment complex I delivered to, and I worked at FedEx. Here's a question, Joe. Is it like half a humanoid like torso sticking out of a set of lockers? No, it's like, a, it's like rows and rows of lockers. It, like, yeah, but, it's just I mean, a bunch of like, lockers. But it's like two or three rows it's depending still on the a size. Robot. What do you talk? What do you like, think? Okay, yeah, it's going to be a it's, bipedal it's, android. Yes. Yes. Somebody says, check out this cool robot. I'm not it's expecting a, cool a locker that talks. 
<laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't talk. I mean, it just tells you what it's thinking. It assumes you can read. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like if you were it's, yeah. it's like it's like I, if you were like check out this cool robot. And then we went to Meyer and you went, took me to the self checkout. Yeah, like, yeah. like look at this robot. <laughs> I love that robot. <laughs> I know robots. you do, but it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it cool? It's, it's about as cool as, as shutting a nerd in a locker in high school. That's about as cool <laughs> as. Listen, if you shut a nerd in one of these lockers, like they'll die. I mean, there's differing sizes of lockers depending on like what size the package is, but like, yeah, part of me wants to order like a garbage can or something and have it delivered to Finney and just be like, what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I saw that meme. I don't know if you guys saw it about the cocaine bear. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. There was a bear no. and it ate what? Nine, nine, nine hundred pounds of cocaine. It ate it sold four of states co- worth of picnic baskets. No, it literally, it literally <laughs> ate like, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling cocaine bear. So that I don't mess with that. That fucker was the apex cocaine. predator for like five hours. I'm going to show you guys. They put in, they put like a sideways hat and I fucking like, dressed him up because he, and he's like, a, he died obviously, but he ate right. <laughs> <laughs> he ate 175 pounds. Oh no, it was 175 pound American black bear. He uh, an in- ingested an entire duffel bag full of cocaine because it fell out of an airplane, and he just ate the whole thing and went on a rampage for like two hours, and then fucking died. His heart exploded. Yeah. <laughs> they said there was an actual amount like of the cocaine. Of that I believe Todd is going to die in a similar way. I don't like cocaine. I would also uh, like to die in a similar way. I am a bear. Kill Bill too. I also, I also want to point out that I googled cocaine bear, and it says premise, cast, production, and release date. So maybe like, oh, who bought the story? The yes. of the story. There's a film. A film is scheduled to be theatrically released in 2022 by Universal Pictures. Oh, he's gonna be, oh I was going to say he oh, was going to be a coming out Because if it's movie. coming out while we're at Gen Con, we have to see it as a group. We're going to have to cancel Gen Con. What are the chances? It's directed no and produced Something by Elizabeth Banks. Something came up, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, not going to Gen Con. Well, you know who else isn't going was to Gen an Con. Apex, Apex Predator for two whole hours. It was that Drake that you fought for almost three episode, full episodes. <laughs> yeah, fuck that thing. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I would have rather honestly. fought a cocaine bear. Yeah. yeah right? sure? I can arrange that. I am the GM. There we go. <laughs> Christian, we I need a stat block for a cocaine bear. <laughs> Must have sideways hat. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> it's going to be like a regular like dire bear, but with uh, like haste. <laughs> Perpetual Double haste. elite. It has haste. Yeah. <laughs> if you Fuck. if you can actually manage to go ten rounds, it dies. Yeah, right. <laughs> it has death throws. It's got amazing. It's got amazing fort and and reflex saves, but its will is just in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. 
Now, let's get back to the show. So last week, you guys got chased down a hall by a drake, dropped Kashak, dropped Tovin. Tovin comes back up, has a sick use of his heroic recovery to come back up, heal Kashak to bring him back up in order to be brought back down again by a dot, and then come back up again, ending the combat. Wounded three, but at full health because uh, medics are OP. (laughs) Currently, uh, Solus does not have a sword. Uh, They ran out of the gauntlet as fast as their little legs would carry them uh, and completely forgot about the treasures that the Drake may hold in his lair. Definitely holds. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Shut up. (laughs) Making their way south back to town only midday because they came in, went straight for the, the, the Drake area and got sent home packing. A little creature came out of the underbrush. Looked like uh, looked like Petey the Piranha with tentacles. Purple, a uh, big, chomping maw, tentacles that sees the party and runs back in the underbrush to a figure that I shared a picture with you guys uh, last week. Do you need that picture again? I know exactly what it looks like. I've right. seen that picture more than once. <laughs> I think anybody on the Discord's actually seen this picture yeah. because this is an NPC generated by our own Christian Cheney of Beast Foundry fame and rules lawyer, the, the man, the myth, the legend. And he comes out of the underbrush and he asks you, Ah, yes. Well, yeah, if you happen to know the way to the gauntlet. No. <sighs> what business would you have there? I'm always looking for for things, checking out uh, ruins or places of power. Rare flowers and herbs tend to grow there. It's like super dangerous. <laughs> You'll probably what is, die. What is life without a little bit of danger? I mean, <laughs> the five of us just got straight up fucking curb stomped. It was a shit show. Uh, by one idiot lizard without arms and with wings and yeah I can swim or whatever but can we do this uh, this character looks a little odd uh, and since not all the listeners know what it looks like can we can I roll a check to see if I you can... know what I will describe him first to okay everybody. this creature is uh, average height with purple skin it has a mouth that looks like it's completely bifurcated across its face uh, with razor sharp teeth there are a small ring of eyes on its forehead in addition to the normal uh, eyes on its head it's got its pair of regular arms then a pair of smaller vestigial arms bursting from each side of the chest and what looks to be a green slavering maw in the middle of its stomach slash chest area it is a threatening and imposing creature it, and you said it, you it, wanted to roll a check yeah. on that guy? It is a Shinigami. <laughs> <laughs> it's holding it's holding a um a large staff that looks like it almost has a bit of a table attached to it and a box. There's a, a bit of a banner hanging from it. Uh it's got these symbols for fire, life, acid, a couple other elemental properties. 
And based on what he has told you that he's looking for, you could probably surmise that he's an alchemist of sort. But if you want to roll a check on him to get a little more information, by all means, give me that society. I can actually do that. I have a society. Uh, I rolled a 19 for a 25. This is most definitely a flesh warp. One of a kind. Never anything like him before or since. Say, ah, how unkind of me. Uh, As Mordrin, at your service. And he bows lightly and extends one of his small vestigial hands out for a handshake. (laughs) Grab my strong hand! (laughs) (laughs) Is it like... Is it like three feet above the ground? Uh, no, it, it connects just below the armpit of his regular arm. So it's only a little bit lower than his regular hand. Wow. I can't reach it. Solus, not wanting to be rude, uh, reaches out and gives a, a little shake, kind of trepidatiously. Sorry, I, I can't reach that high. You have to come down here. And he, he kneels down very condescendingly and reaches out with one of his other little vestigial hands to you. It's the same size as my vestigial hand. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's not what that you word seem, means. You seem to say that uh, the godlight is dangerous and, and you, you you dare not go there. You you seem a strong sort. I, I definitely believe you, but it is so fabled, I guess you could say. This bog, the Fogfen is what it's called. No. Indeed, host to many, many uh, creatures and and plants and fungi of alchemical importance. You see, and well, that is that is why I am here. There was that uh, fungus that blew cold on me and almost killed me. <laughs> was it brown, perhaps? But it was it. It's been it so was. long. <laughs> I remember it looked like poop. It was, actually. Ah, yes, a common brown dungeon fungus. I haven't had a sample of that in quite some time. It's very dangerous. It's very difficult to uh, convince people to bring them to me. Uh, I mean, we know where it is. If if you were to get me a sample, I would reward you quite well. It's not often I can... But I must warn you. Do not use fire near it. Extremely dangerous. Why not? That was actually what we were going to do. You see, the the fungus it absorbs energy from the air, and giving it to fire is like an unending source of energy for it. It grows and expands, and its hunger draws even more energy into it, chilling the air, the ground, the body. Oh, yes, uh, merely a. Merely approaching it was almost deadly for me. Would you happen to have any advice of how best to acquire it? There's no real way to prevent it from being damaging. Yes. But if you're quick enough and you have been trained in the ways of survival, you can cut it off root and stem. Once it's been disconnected from its uh, tether to the ground, it's virtually inert. 
Ah, so we need a stick and a saw. Understood. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ten foot pole I'm, coming in handy. Since you say uh, it's so dangerous, could you, could you maybe perhaps recommend the way for me to get to Otari at the very least? I know that uh, these follow us. That's where we're going. These two are inex- inexorably connected to one another. Yes. I hear um, that the founder, yes. the name of the founder, is the name of one who died in yes. that tower himself. That is correct. Right. This is actually Dangerous. the 500th anniversary of such an event happening was this year. Well, if you care to, you can follow us back to town. We're going back to Otari right now. It is midday. I, I would like to advise you that during the night, uh, certain denizens in the bog, um, for example, uh, uh, syphilis mummies, whatever the, what are they called? Bog the, mummies. It was a bog just mummy. Real, real nasty undead. We'll just reach up and give you AIDS. <laughs> forever and a whole bunch of money to fix it. <laughs> so avoid this place at night. And if you must travel to the to the gauntlets, I, I, I would advise you to remain on the first floor. That is mostly safe as far as I know. Uh, in, a, in that case, perhaps we could be of service to each other. Um, as you guys walk back to the gauntlet, I am, like I said, a bit of an alchemist myself. And uh, I could provide you with intelligence or reagents or, or almost anything. I can't picture this guy as anything for but price, of course, now. but if you can continue to give me access to things you find in the gauntlet, anything interesting you happen to find. I will make it worth your while. Do you mean oh, like... I almost uh, forgot. Muckwort. Oh. Muckwort, come. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... And the little thing that has, no. has been cowering, you know, kind of slither runs, scampers up his shoulder <laughs> and then onto the staff and sits on the end of a lantern that's hanging from the top of him. <laughs> and he kind of gr- looks at you and cu- makes a grin. At least that's what you would think is a grin. It doesn't really have any facial features. It just has this maw of dozens of sharp teeth oozing like this weird greenish muck out of him. Now, don't worry, I'd say muckwort doesn't bite, but he certainly does. But, but he's very kind to friends, and I can tell we will be friends. Hmm. If that's if that's the case. I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I'd like to roll a society on, <laughs> on that uh, sentence right there. To quick question. Motive. Just a quick question. Um, so I don't mean to offend, you know, new friend, but uh, what do you feed that thing? <laughs> I usually let it feed itself. What does it eat? If it tries to feed on... Yeah. Are we talking about the thing on your chest? Because I'm totally disregarding that plant. No, no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this? And he looks down. And he, like, opens his arms, like, to show it. And almost, like, lips peel back. And you uh, see more of the teeth. Uh, and it just kind of, like, like pulsates the teeth in. Almost like it's it's uh, chattering teeth. It's like uh, a, it's you're, like f- you're making it sound like a sphincter of teeth. Yeah, it right. it's, it's yeah. kind of like a sphincter of teeth. I, I don't mean to be rude, sir, but you are gross. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he also said it was in this thing's stomach, not its chest. 
Well, it's, it's like stomach, chest, chest <clears throat> thoracic solar area. Oh, okay. From its solar plexus down to about its belly button. So it's like that whole... It's chesty. Horrifying. Stomach adjacent. adjacent. You know, honestly... <laughs> tell me, adjacent. It's just there. I can feed it, and it feeds me, but... There's nothing any different from my regular mouth, except that one can't talk. So what is its purpose? What does it do? You'd have Imagine to it just ask, takes bigger bites. You'd have to ask the one that created me, but I'm afraid he's long gone. Hmm. Well, Anybody want to follow that rabbit hole? I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. think I know very well. which you are. Like, but I don't think Yosef, you, like, yeah. flesh warps are, like, rare enough. I don't, like, it would be questionable if I've ever seen yeah. one, despite how old and well-traveled I am. They are rare. They, they make you, I mean, you make them sound kind of like poppets in their rarity. Like, there's not a lot of them. There are more than you would think, but there's not a lot in polite society, right? They usually are, live in a dungeon or are locked away or something like that. I can't imagine why. Yeah. Kashak just assumes everybody he meets is, like, normal. Because he he's not well traveled, not well learned, you know, reads books and stuff, but he's just like, I'm just I'm gonna be as cool with this as possible. Yosef <laughs> realizes that he is a giant bipedal vermin and is in no place to talk about how horrifying other people are, but uh <laughs> he's definitely looking at this creature with trepidation and curiosity. I'm sickened yet curious. Yeah, Bill's, <laughs> Bill's gonna walk behind it and be like, "This is the least weird part about his whole body." So I'm gonna get behind it and not look. <laughs> well, um, I hope you don't mind me being too blunt, but um, what are you? I don't think I've ever seen anything like you before. You no, know, I'm. Uh, I don't know really what you'd call me. I believe I'm one of a kind. I don't know that I was built for a purpose, but uh, I simply have always just been, as far as I know. And how old are you? Hard to say. Two, three decades old. Time doesn't seem to really bother me too much. As far as I know, I've always been this way. I've never felt the grip of old age or... Never felt my mind getting dim. Who's to say I may live on forever like this? But as I said, whoever created me is long gone. So you were made? Yeah, this is a, yes. this is a sounding warning bells in Solus's head. Solus, does he detect his undead? Are you undead? You have to tell me if you're undead. <laughs> Show me your nipples. You know, Are you a cop? <laughs> okay, without asking him, can I tell if this thing is undead? Oh, I thought it was like a champion you'd like detect undead or something. I think you do with your... Not right now. Not yet. Okay, level five. No. <laughs> no, you can roll a religion and check. Yeah, could, I guess I could also do that. Sure. That is a plus what nine. What his name? He has... Has he introduced himself? Yeah, as yes. Mordrin. As, yep. as, as Mordrin. As Mordrin? Okay. I only get a 12 on my religion roll. Well, I mean, now that we can just call him Mordred and call uh, it 15 even. for a 24. He does not seem undead. Yes, if I, I do not believe this thing is undead. Well, what do you guys do with those magnifying glasses? This is weird. It's definitely, I, I mean, I'm sorry to make you out to be a curiosity. It's just you're so, 
I mean, people point at me, didn't think I'm strange. I mean, you are going to get looks. I cannot fault a man for being curious, as that drives my entire being, is curiosity. <laughs> Tobin is going so to be I... taking a very close look to see if there are any seams from old stitching, because he is impressed. But I could, I could tell you what I know. And he lets go of this walking stick he has, and he kind of tents his fingers as you walk, and his bottom hands, the fingers are tented, and the walking stick continues to follow behind. And he says, Many of the outside world, the outside world being the people at large, would consider me some sort of aberration. There are many types of flesh warps, I do not know what kind I am. Though I do not have any memory of before I was me. Hmm. Flesh warp. That's a new one. I believe, as I said, I do not know. But I believe my creation is a combination of alchemical and surgical. I have some scarring that I've obscured with my cowl and but uh, surgical means to not explain this. And he you know, gestures to the mouth that's moving in his chest. Yes. No, or these and the arms that are just, you know, or these. And he just displays with his arms. I have not seen a creature like you or this unique and strange since that Conrasso I ran into in Galt. <sighs> I mean, Conrasso uh, I've never met, but... My friend here is a plant. He's a leshy. That's close. Muckwort. And he like reaches out and he tickles under his chin a little bit. And it's like a cat. And he's he's moving his head around like he's being petted this like is a strangely cat. strangely endearing. It purrs and leshy. He gargles. Oh, he's, he's a very fast friend when you get to know him. And I've never had to deal with rats in my entire life. Well. <laughs> oh, they're delicious. It's, it's your loss, frankly. <laughs> I'll take uh, your word for it, friend. We are friends, yes? I believe so. I have no reason to not be your friend. I, Good. Uh, so Tovin is getting a very close look. Like, he, like this this uh, individual can smell what Tovin had for his last meal. <laughs> because <laughs> because Tovin is, is just astounded by this work, even though it's not something that he would consider normal medicine. But the, the, it's just so clean. Uh, he's he's just amazed. Did your did your uh, did your creator have a name, or, or maybe you know keep a library or or write write their own manuscript? One of my quests of curiosity has been to try to find anything about my creator or the method of my creation. But flesh warpers are secretive. They are either evil and mad. Or considered insane by the sane world. They hide in secret. They operate in secret. So you were made so by a magical <laughs> madman, probably, is what you're saying? Perhaps. And for what you do not know? No, I do not. Oh. Well, that is... Why were we put here? Just to suffer? Listen, everybody, I feel like Mordrin's <laughs> undergone enough scrutiny for one day. Uh, please, sir, uh, follow us sir, to Otari. Sir, 
I, I hate to I hate to be rude, but it's as Maudrin. I knew oh. a Maudrin. At one point, he was not a pleasant fellow. I would not like to be associated with him. Uh, apologies. Excuse me. Um, we just met. It's definitely an easy mistake. To no, make. One, one moment. One moment. I would like to just. Uh, you stay right there. I have to talk to my my friends about something important. It may have to do with you. It may not. Uh, and I would like to like grab everybody real close. And I was like, Hey, um, does anybody remember the other day how we were talking about how there is probably um, what those uh, the, the shape changer thingies? Remember how we found the the, the corpse yeah. of one of those people in the river? Yeah, the face of the stalkers. Yeah. How do we know he's not one of them? I don't think... I mean, he's got way more teeth than three, first off. <laughs> we don't. Uh, uh, okay. That's but what about his plant? Uh, way more teeth than three also. <laughs> I, I, Where is it shot? I, 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 I think I want to harken back to our original theory that it could be... Uh, that we didn't know that our new... Uh, what What is his name? Corvus. Uh, that Corvus could possibly be... a. Uh, a faceless stalker, except for the rationale that why would a faceless stalker who would want to be in a place of power go for one of the, uh, try to pretend to be one of the most hated ancestries in the world? Oh, yeah. I think it's the same here. As you can see, even I'm a, I'm a little taken aback. Which, by the way, good sir, I if you come across any details on, on your creation, I am just... I need to move. So I just perfected the uh, uh, poultice. It's uh, Preparation H. I just read a, uh, a treatise on that, and uh, I'm always looking to expand my skills. <laughs> I would always love to talk shop, as it were. I definitely, my curiosity extends to helping others save theirs. <laughs> I found a friend. I hear that there is a great library in Otari. It is. It's one of the biggest outside of Absalom. Do you think they'd allow one such as me to peruse the stacks? I mean, if we <laughs> were to walk you in. I think they might. It's supposed to be open to several different worshippers, so it's. I, I think that they would extend the, at least a, a, a moment of their time to consider it. I worship none but Nethus, and even then, I'm not sure that it would be worship... But reverence, indeed. Ah, Nethian. Those I know. <laughs> I figured it's appropriate. As knowledge was the source of my creation, and knowledge is my quest. Why not tie myself to the lord of all knowledge? Hmm. That makes sense. You would probably really like Tefu. Who is that? No, it's a city in Osirian. Oh, I've never met to Osirian. Though, I fear I would not tolerate it well. The mouth does not do well with sand. It's irritating. It gets everywhere. <laughs> it's coarse and rough. No, I understand. It's, it's, I, I get it. But, you know, they also have, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of Osirian's thing, is uh, large underground caches in libraries that have just been lost to time. There's lots of libraries underground in all of those cities. Very secretive Nethians are. I would very much like to go there someday, perhaps. You can tell me of it until I can make my way there. You've all been so very kind to me. I'm not used to strangers doing anything but recoil in fear. <laughs> as long I mean, as you don't hurt us. Look at all of us. Like, literally none of us are normal. 
the closest is that one, and he points at Solus. <laughs> what is normal, really? Normal left Otari a very long time ago. <laughs> I think normal left the spheres a long time ago, son. <laughs> well, if you stick around long enough, you might see another ghost laser, so... Ghost pretty strange things are laser. happening. Yeah. You know it when Ooh. you see it. Yeah, yeah it's I hard to you, explain. It's hard to explain. You just have to be there. No, I'm pretty sure we. I'm pretty sure you did also, it. Also, you pretty yeah, you pretty much explained it. Actually, yeah, and it's actually a lot easier that I'm making it. Pretty, pretty much it. All right, here in your brain, I want you to imagine a laser that makes ghosts. And he okay? closes his eyes, but the four eyes across his forehead have no lids. Okay. So it's very unsettling. I, I, Bill covers them with his hands. <laughs> his hand like this. <laughs> Thank you, so kind. But I think there's dirt on that. Oh, there's lots Bill, of get things your hands on that. His face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you imagined it? Yes, I certainly have. You got it. Don't alter that rough draft at all. Fascinating. And I imagine if you're walking this whole time, you have exited the fog fen, and you are on the road adjacent to the Standing Stones. And uh, the contingent of heavier guard is patrolling, and they're near the Standing Stones, near the fog fen. Aye! Uh, Who's that? Who are you? What business do you have in Otori? He's with us. <laughs> Somebody else take it. Just feel like it. Well, he's, you know me. I've been around. <laughs> <laughs> he's with us. You already forgotten. <laughs> if we say he's okay, then he's okay. This is not, despite his appearance, a creation of the Gauntlet or Belcora. This is simply another man who has come to visit our city in peace. And you hear. <laughs> oh, God. Snap, snap, oh, snap, no. Snap. He's Whoa, coming. Solus, how you doing, buddy? Who's <sighs> flying? Solus turns around. Hello, Dilly. This is Asmordrin. <sighs> nice to meet you. And he takes one of his arms that's straight down by his side and sticks it straight out. It's like, I'm Dilly Dianverse, but you can call me Dilly Dian. This is a very unsurprising interaction, honestly. This, that, I, <laughs> I would have pictured it happening exactly like this. What do you have for me, Dilly? What are you doing? No, I just saw you come back. Want to say hi? I want to ask you how Ricky did. How's I've had Ricky a long doing? day. Oh, oh God, where is Ricky? <laughs> He's got I, Ricky? I do have Ricky here with me. He, he did. He served me well. I wish I could have said the same for my sword. What? What happened to your sword? I lost it. This is becoming a recurring pattern, honestly. You know what? Perfect timing. I just sharpened Lucy this morning. Did you? You can. You can push their beds right together. I do it. And he hands you. He takes out the side. He's like, here you go. He's like, Lucy, Ricky's home. <laughs> He's been waiting like four episodes to do that. <laughs> Can we insert the I Love Lucy? Oh, you hear Thank you, Dilly. <laughs> Thank you, Dilly. I, I, I am once again somehow in your debt. You know what? Don't mention it, buddy. I'm just proud to have it see combat. Usually I just pick my teeth with it. And I look at the blade. Is there like 
chicken or like corn or <laughs> no, whatever. No, it's impeccably it's impeccably maintained. He said he sharpened <laughs> it this morning. That like doesn't mean he hasn't been picking his teeth with it. <laughs> but it just means he's well. He doesn't clean. have his shield anymore to look into because that's the only thing. That's what he said he used the shield for was to look in the mirror. Shield. It's true. That's a longsword. It is a longsword. Okay. And that's just going to be normal, right? Not a plus normal. One. It's not a plus yep. one. It's just yep. a regular old longsword. All right. Womp. Womp. Just let me know. You know what? I don't want them to part. You can just hold on to him because, you know, Ricky needs Lucy. Lucy needs Ricky. I'm going to go down to the court and mask him a new sword. Bye, y'all. And he turns and he runs back to town. <laughs> I hated that entire exchange. <laughs> that had to happen. <laughs> yeah, I really like the chocolate factory episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, that's uh that's Dilly then. Oh and he yells, Hey y'all, there with the mayor, what they say goes. If he they say he's cool, he's cool. Does Dilly have some kind of sway in this town that we do not understand yet? He's got a magical charm. He's, he's the mayor's son. He's got, a 70, he's got a 75 charisma. Is he, is he <laughs> like, running for I'm mayor? I'm waiting for, like, for Dilly Danvers to be he's like our Tom everywhere. Bombadil. Like, he's actually the most powerful <laughs> being in our universe. Uh, Who knows, man? Who knows? Who is Dilly Danvers? He is. The Tom Bombadil of Galarian. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Dilly Danvers. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Dilly damn. Thank you. And and as Mordrin puts his tiny hand on the center of your back, Toven says, Thank you so much for standing up for me there, friends. It's nice to have a new friend in a new place. Makes the world a bit less cold. Oh, it's it's really no worries for us. I mean, I I myself am a little bit of a black sheep around here for something I may or may but not have done. But you're so white. Yeah, no, it's so strange. <laughs> and uh, it's hey. he's, he's going to say it's it's okay though because uh, if you want, I can talk to my friend Solus here, and he'll to- he'll take complete responsibility for your actions. <laughs> so, do you hail from the plane of shadow, friend? I don't want to say yes, but what tipped you off? Oh, I have no I have, fucking idea. I have met <laughs> many of your kind, Kyle. That's our word. None. <laughs> yeah, no, gonna, no Kyle, that's the good one. No, Kyle's that's a good one. one. Yeah, Fetchling is the one you don't oh. want to hear. <laughs> or Fletchling, if you, yeah, I was if you remember say, me in if first, I'm, if I'm first episode. Correctly, don't, don't Kyle's have no pupils? <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Well, neither do elves and Galarian. No, but elves' eyes are completely black in Galarian yeah. as well, so that also makes them well, really so weird. Kyle's are like mirror image elves, right? They're white skin and completely white pupil, white eyes. Yep. Um, yep. We, we're pretty much Bat Boy from National Enquirer. I've never met <laughs> one so open to new people and new experiences. Your kind is usually so closed off. Well, I, I don't really get along with my kind either. I've, I'm somewhat of an anomaly there too uh, especially since I'm played by Todd who is by himself quite the anomaly it's so <laughs> so sad to be alone is it not it can even be. among those you would consider your own kind y'all gotta fuck now is he hitting on you? I was just gonna say is he hitting on you? <laughs> I don't know you got a lot of holes to choose from Todd <laughs> I was damn just- it <laughs> they're defiling your character Christian <laughs> that's okay I can risky surgery and make my own Raymond. Thank you very much. 
Cut that. Oh god. No, I I I do understand, but the, the I actually prefer my my uh my existence to be more like that. I find it I I move a lot, uh don't have a whole lot of friends as uh, per that lifestyle, but uh it it seems you have plenty of friends now, though. And and your name was? Uh Toven. Just Toven. Tovin, so pleasant to meet you. You are the only person in this universe that has said that. <laughs> yep, you totally got to fuck now. <laughs> yep, yep, I'm in love. <laughs> Bow. Bow. I should have told you my name earlier. My name is Yosef. Sorry. Wonderful. Yes. Your, your accent. I've not heard it before. Where, where do you hail from? Uh, very far to the north, Yerson. Ah, I have to say, if not gone much north of the holds of Belkson. Hmm. May I give you a suggestion? Don't. You're not the first to tell me this. Uh, I, we were, we are all right. Just believe me in that. <laughs> oh, I do, though. There's a reason. After I left, I went to the desert. <laughs> Let's say that. Though I hear White Throne has secrets of its own. Uh, you could say that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Though I still every, wouldn't visit. Every place has secrets. Oh, Even this place has secrets. It's fucking weird here. I said ghost laser a minute ago, and nobody bats an eye. That's how weird it is here. Do you have any suggestions for lodgings, friends? I am uh, a bit skint on cash, though I hope to rectify that. I... Looking to set up an alchemy stall in town, perhaps? No, oh, there's definitely space for you in the market. Um, Crow's Cask is a uh, popular place to get a room recently. Um, I don't know if the Rowdy Rockfish has other rooms because I can't make that call because I'm not the god of this world. <laughs> you could always hit up the uh, the Thirsty Alpaca, but if you do, you'll be boarding with Cash Hack. I would say <laughs> you could take a room in my house, but I don't know if Yvette would like that very much. Uh, as, as far as I know, I may be occupying the only room in the crow's casks. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I've got uh, the other... guide status on Google, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure that uh, I could be the foodiest. You and Corvus here. have the only rooms. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Corvus is also there. So the crow's cask is filled up. Um, the rockfish, the only boarder is Yosef, and the rockfish has the most rooms to board. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Bralda would be happy for the coin. Yeah, there's um, there's there's rooms actually at the in, at the uh, the bar that I live at, in the south side of town, or sorry, east side of town, southeast. It works. I would very much like to see the accommodations. No, let me let me rephrase that. I would very much like to pay for whatever accommodations I could find. I'm sure I'm Bralda not a picky like man. Coin. Well, let Plus, me tell you about the warrants. <laughs> yeah, am I? Plus, I'll cook you breakfast in the morning. Well, I can guarantee you a place to stay, but you may not like it. <laughs> It'll be different every night. I have stayed in the lowest of the low. When I first gained the spark of life as I know it, I lived in something scarce cleaner than a gutter. Anything is 
wonderful. Beyond that. Then have I got a spot for you. We're going to stay on the northeast part of town, just with, uh, within earshot of the uh, 24-7 mill. We want to, we, we need a little white noise to fall asleep to, so... Uh, you get that, and and half the sky is full of stars because, unfortunately, the damn god light is drawn in mouth. <laughs> so I, I, there are some amenities like grass and the night sky, <laughs> but uh, aside from that, there is running water, but not how you'd think. Um, and he will offer uh uh. To, uh, to have him stay with him the night if need be. If nobody as else will Mordrin have him. as a refresher. Yes, as Mordrin. I'll keep saying it. As Mordrin. I've spent the past month out of, under the night sky. If it's all the same to you, I'd prefer a roof over my head at least for a few days. I appreciate your kind offer as a fellow traveler. I like how he asked for a place to stay and you said, let's go camping. <laughs> well, no, it's you no. saying. Do not. Do not. He is being kind. He's showing the kindness he knows. And it is kind and it is appreciated. Thank you so much, Tobin. How do you Tobin. feel about rock and dirt? As long as it is with those I can trust, those who are friends. Just, uh, just as home as the warmest hearth. As, as Mordred, it's, it's been very nice to meet you, but we do have other affairs too. Yes, uh, yes, of course. Of I, I don't want to take any more of your time. And as you're coming to the city gate, though, uh, is it okay if I reference our mutual acquaintance, if uh, I run into any trouble recently? I, I don't intend to get into any trouble, but... And he gestures broadly at his look, and he's like, it seems to follow me because <laughs> of the way I appear. Uh, yes, of course. Please do. And, and your name was, friend? Solus Pornatentis of the Knights of Last Wall. Ah. So it's you we have to thank to protect us from the Gravelands overflowing. I wish I could say that we're true at the moment, but thank you for remembering you do us. do what you can until you no longer can. And the Knights of Last Wall have been certainly more effective than your predecessors. I bid you farewell with that. I hope to make your acquaintance again, and perhaps in a few days I will have a place that I can peddle my wares. But until then, if you find me, if you need anything, a healing potion, elixir of life, alchemist's fire, I can provide them. Hmm. Thank you oh. so much again for your kindness to a traveler on the road. And he bows very, very deeply extending his cape out kind of half curtsies and then turns and walks generally in the direction where he hears noise you know like a market he's assuming right so he heads off towards the general direction of the otari market he also kind of chuckles to himself and looks at everybody else and he says god gods i should say isn't life so strange that guy was like super nice. I'm really a little bit worried that he's going to get all <laughs> yelled at and harassed in the market. Yeah, we should actually try some of his wares if he's if he's here to uh, peddle some sort of snake oil. Uh, I, I don't think that we should be be vouching for that sort of a charlatan. I think it's actually pragmatic. Somebody who can reliably give us health potions sounds good to me. 
as, far as, I know, as you then, guys know, there is not an alchemist shop in Otari currently, so he's yeah. going to have booming business. Yeah, he has no competition. <laughs> Provided oh. he doesn't suck. I wonder if we can buy bombs from him. That would be fun. <laughs> can you buy something that'll make you an apex predator for five hours before your heart explodes? <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a duffel bag? He has a, he has a duffel bag full of cocaine, actually. <laughs> That's all he peddles. These are my wares. <laughs> Muckwort, let's cook. <laughs> What's in the bag? Forty-five million in cash. <laughs> so, um, gentlemen, you're back in town. What's the plan? Um, just as an aside, before we, I just there's something I want to purchase, and I want to take it out of uh, company funds here. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about me buying like three second level healing uh, scrolls? It'd be thirty six gold, and it'd be uh, that pre- would pretty much pretty much almost double my healing capabilities in in a fight. I have some things I like to buy as well. Yeah, but that's it. If that's cool, um, I guess Micah, can you? Knock off thirty six gold while I go talk. Sure. Or I'll go to a Vandy Banderdash and have her draw me up some second level healer scrolls. Sure. So it's going to be a shopping episode. I see. <laughs> One hour in. I do want to sell my great axe. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Can we get the uh, little wrist high things that you put on your weapons for for Solus? I know, right. <laughs> Oh, so it's really big in first edition. <laughs> I don't think no. There were like a special. Actually... There was like a special item you can get in first edition that was like a. It was like a rope cord or a, or a weapon cord or something like that. And it was so if you got disarmed, like your weapon wouldn't fall to the ground, and it wouldn't take like an entire move action to pick your weapon back up. Christian, back me up on this. Yeah, Is Christian, it, see if there's a thing in two E. Is there? A I return, feel like I looked at that before, but you can do returning runes. But yeah, returning runes only proc on a strike. They don't like just yeah. Sword of Omens, come to my hand, or anything like that. That's too old for a few of you guys. Well, let me see what I can turn up. I want to buy a grappling hook and some flour, and that's it. <laughs> I like that's that. totally something you can do. Yeah. I would like to I visit like Morlebins. Excellent. Didn't we grab books to sell? Yeah. Like, Did you like, get books? I think yeah. we got like two or three bulk of books, I thought. I think yeah. you got three bulk of books, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was three. So that's 15 gold right there, I baby. I follow him. You want to follow <laughs> who? Yosef, that sounds fun. I'm okay. also, yeah, wherever, can I sell items? I don't want to go see Carmen Rajani to sell this great axe. You don't, you don't have to, right? You don't have no, to. No, the mayor's can, got a guy. Okay. Yeah, the, the mayor's, mayor's got a guy. The mayor's fair. Okay, then I will go. Good job, Joe. Yeah, okay, then I will go there while they go to. You remembered. I'm just saying good job for remembering. Oh, while they go there, I will go to the mayor's dude to sell my great axe. Don't need this. Cool. It's just a regular great axe. There's nothing special about it, right? Correct. I just don't want to carry it anymore. It's not even a great axe. <laughs> wow! You sell things in one e at half value. Just, just Correct. sell things at half value, just like in one e. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So I'm going to rely on you guys to not lie to me and tell me how much things cost and what you sell things for. And it's on the honor system. And uh, if you don't, uh, I'm going to put a permanent curse on you. Uh, this great axe is two gold piece, so we can add one gold piece to. Actually, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my gold piece and I'm gonna walk it up to Tovin and go here. This is a start. <laughs> Give it to Tovin. <laughs> Did Trevor just threaten us with the right, In my Tobin research, I turned up. <laughs> you can get tethered for weapons. It oh. actually appears in the bestiary, page eighty-five. 
A weapon attached with a length of rope or chain allows you to retrieve it after it has left your hand. If you have a free hand while wielding this weapon, you can use an interact action to pull the weapon back into your grasp after you have thrown it or it has been disarmed. Now, is this something you pay for, or is this something that they pay you for? It comes with every <laughs> Wiimote. So they just give it to you. <laughs> it's, ironically, this is listed under the Darrow uh, monster from the Bessieri, so there are three things listed here. Well, it's listed under one of their unique weapons, and it lists the trait tethered, so they give the trait tethered, they t- explain the trait tethered to you from their weapon. So there's a trait, it's not an item. Wow. Yes, okay. I've never seen this trait on anything else. Interesting. That's strange. Okay. Grappling hooks, one silver piece. Okay, yes, it is a weapon trait. There are three weapons that have it. Three peaked tree, Atlas, and a combat grapnel. Yes, hmm. sir. Wow, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like you're out of luck. <laughs> Sorry, got, Solus. You should just get some, a weapon that goes inside of your arm. I got some duct tape, Solus. Are locked gauntlets a thing in 2E? <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. Shackles. I've never seen one in 2E. I, hold on, let me look up one other thing while you guys are busy. I do know of something from the, um, oh shoot, what was the Bazaar book? The Grand Bazaar. Yes. Uh, there is a, there's a couple of, basically you can add property runes to non-magical equipment and one of them is calling it's normally applied to armor but it can be applied to basically any kind of equipment the the caveat is it has to be non-magical so it only works on mundane gear uh, right and makes it something plus one it. makes it no longer mundane right correct yeah so but let me see if I can find us. it just to verify all that I can't find flower I'm sorry <laughs> wait why do you want flower there's a whole bunch of flour. stuff you can do with it. Yep. Okay, well, I'll let you buy flour for one silver piece. Like per, like half pound like for bag a, for or something? A, yeah, for a, for enough to make a loaf of bread. Which seems okay. excessive, probably. It's probably closer to five copper or something like that. But I'm going to say one silver to make it easy. Okay, I'll buy uh, two silver worth of uh, flour and one silver worth of grappling hook, which is a grappling hook. Keep taking that out of the party loot. Excellent. Uh, or sure. are you going to use your own personal? I use my own personal funds because okay, cool. I don't know if this is going to come in handy or not. Cool. All right. So I think it's interesting. Who wanted to go see Morlament? I did. I want to go see Morlament too. Okay. So let's listen to Solus going to see our redheaded limping bookworm, Morlament. Solus, how are you feeling after your unfortunate bog rot <laughs> exposure? To be honest with you, I was feeling better, but after the events of today, I'm feeling quite a bit worse. It, it's been a difficult day, but I, I don't need to bore you with the details. First order of business, I have these books I would like to give to you, and uh, I give them the three stacks of books. We found these in one of the lower levels of the Gauntlets. I hope they will be of interest to you. Oh, fascinating. And he starts thumbing through it. He's like, hmm. Echabas, Tristus on Necromancy. School friends and other school <laughs> <laughs> friends. Ghoul, I said ghoul friends. Ghoul, another one. Uh, Stevenson's ghoul friends and other high school problems. <laughs> Zombie, zombies are from the boneyard and ghouls are from Grotus. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> 
American Die. <laughs> oh, yes, American Die. Oh, these will be wonderful additions to the collection. Let me see what I can do for that. Give me one moment. Oh, I can't find it, so I'm going to give you five bulk, five gold for bulk, but if I find something that changes, I reserve a right to knock it down to one in the future. Okay, so that's 15 yep, total? 15 total gold. All right. So Morlobin's like, yes, yes. Uh, hold on, let me get this for you. And he grabs a, a coin purse and he um, meters out 15 gold pieces to you. Like, Don't go spending it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, then the second order of business is... We, we've been having a great deal of trouble navigating the... The levels of the gauntlet that we've been able to reach, we're down to the third level at this point. Would you happen to have any kind of map or architectural plans, perhaps records of other people delving down into the depths that we would be able to look at? Anything that you have would be most appreciated. To my knowledge, there's been no cartography done of anything beyond the upper level, unfortunately. Not as of yet. Though, if it's something you're willing to overtake, I'm sure somebody would pay a pretty penny for it. <sighs> I'd, like, I'd like to avoid supplying information to other people, lest they also try to delve into it. <laughs> More incentive to get it cleared out then, my boy, yes? I suppose that is one way to look at it. Well, uh, disappointing, but I, I thank you anyways. I've never been accused of not being a disappointment. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry that that was unkind. I shouldn't burden you with such things. Thank you so much for coming. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Midlife crisis, Morlebin <laughs> mode. So engage. <laughs> His marriage is failing. He's having a tough he time. He just bought a Miata. <laughs> well, thank is you. Is he a nurse? So this waves and uh, walks out. Thank you. Come again. He waves and you leave. Unfortunately, Morlebint is not a very good source of information about the gauntlet, it seems. Yep. Though I don't think that's surprising, to be completely honest. All right. So, Yosef, where were you going, you said? Oh, I was with them when they went to the, the bookstore. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't realize that you went to the bookstore. Well, I didn't have anything else to do. Oh, okay. Uh, Tovin, you said you were going to go to Vandy and buy some healing potions, yes? Uh, scrolls. Or scrolls. Healing yep, scrolls. scrolls. Yep. You want me to play that way? out? <laughs> you don't have to. We can hand wave that if I you mean, want. I, I mean, I can say that uh, as I go there, I'm I'm going to uh, pull my, my uh, religious symbol off. I'm going to take it off of uh, my neck, and I'm going to hold the... the um, the string in my pinky, so I'm not actually holding the thing like, like when somebody's trying to give up and but not drop their pistol. They've just got like the finger and the guns hanging upside down, and and uh, he's gonna walk in and and stomp his feet a couple of times and say, uh, "Vandy, I, it's Tovin. I, I don't mean any harm, but I'm, un, I'm unarmed." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tovin, I was a little worried you might moonbeam me in the face. I thought about it. <laughs> I won't lie, but no, it's a different kind. Of, I, I have a couple iterations of Moonbeam. That's, you just seen my violent one. Um, 
I was wondering if uh, you could possibly see it in your heart to scribe me a couple of scrolls. I uh, am willing to do it for a, a stout donation to a donation uh, to your cause here. Oh, uh, I just always keep a few on hand, Tovin. No need to wait. And she goes into the healing room and retrieves. How many was it that you needed? Three level twos. All right. Give me just one moment. Healing, healing, healing. Ah, yes, healing. And by strength, yes, a moderate healing. Okay, I have three healing scrolls here. It'll be 36 gold. You just throw it in the donation box over there. <laughs> he, takes out, he takes out 10 copper and violently throws them into the, <laughs> the box. 10 copper? <laughs> no, I'm, I'll pay my bill. Unlike some people in our group, I try to make sure I'm walking with no debt. <laughs> I paid you back, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see myself out and, and thank you. I uh, thank you, especially. Oh, thank you. Allowing me to come in and uh, act as if nothing happened. We've, we've got no beef, right? Cool, she, right? She takes her two fingers and points at her eyes, then points at you, then points at her eyes, points at you. Then she laughs. <laughs> yes, Tovin, I trust you've learned your lesson. <laughs> and then she immediately stops laughing, but Get continues the fuck to stare. Out of here, Tovin. Yeah. Tovin just going to uh, bow, give thanks, and uh, slowly back out through the door. <laughs> and uh, he's going to clutch those those scrolls and... Uh, throw them into his satchel as quickly as he can and get out of there. He's ready to uh, to take a rest and uh, have a little bit of a recharge. Nice. I imagine everybody's down for a bit of a rest, eh? Yeah. Got my ass kicked by a lizard today. It's gonna be busy tomorrow. It's true, a goddamn lizard of all things. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> it's like they have no professional courtesy for one of their own kind. Own kind. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> All right. So is everybody going to kind of bide the rest of their time resting and healing up for the next day's festivities? Festivities. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say that. <laughs> is there a funeral? Sure. Probably. Yours. <laughs> Several. Almost. Nearly. Yeah. Anybody else have any business? No, there like was to totally the one town? person that got like their body ripped apart by one of those birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah oh, definitely. Sure. sure. Yeah. Oh, I guess I do. If I haven't already taken care of it, I got to talk to the, you know, somebody in the Warrens, right? Like one of our uh, senior members to be like, look, they're trying to shore up defenses for the town. I'm trying to remember the name of that I gave the assistant to the mayor. Oh, Krentech. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Krentech. Good Thank job. You. So I would imagine hero you would go point. see Krentek. I would say a hero point, yeah, for Jake. <laughs> I don't ever take notes. I take notes and I don't get a fucking I've got hero it point. on a note. It's just self <laughs> yeah, Mike takes all of the notes and gives us all of the info. Never a hero. I'm taking it, though. Well, he's getting it because this is remarkable. We just expect this from you, Micah. He need to yeah. do more, Micah. Try being more inept. It's yeah. like when a toddler says their first words. I don't know who I'm burning more, my character <laughs> with that one. <laughs> so I would imagine you go see. I would I would go see Krentek because he's like the direct liaison with the town, right? Akash, okay. I hadn't speaking speaking 
spoken to you in a few days. How is your uh, trek in the gauntlet going, my boy? I swear to God, it fucking sucks every single day. There is not an hour that passes that I don't get stabbed or poked or just fucking trip over some errant rocks or somebody says shit to me. I, I, do, I do not recommend zero out of five. I'll make sure to add yours to the aggregate Yelp store score for the gauntlet. Well, what do I owe this pleasure to today, friend? Well, uh, I know I haven't come by to see you very often, and, and uh, you know, now I've got to ask for a favor, and it's a little bit awkward, but uh, really, if anything, just liaise it to sort of the council. This town is effectively under attack, and I know that you know that our uh, trade relationship will be damaged if the town is, like, let's say, decimated, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's a bit of an understatement, but certainly. Yeah. You are fond of understatement, Kashak. Ah, yes, not, nothing flamboyant about me. <laughs> so, <laughs> if, if you don't mind, um, I'd like, I'd ask you to speak to the mayor and see what we can do about uh, showing up defenses for the town. They're, they're struggling, and it's really obvious. They got Dilly Danvers doing their delivery stuff. Wait, you know Dilly Danvers? The man's oh, a legend. Yeah. Oh, he's incredible. <laughs> can but, you can talk to he's, he's just booking it everywhere, and he's the only one. Do you think you could give his autograph for me? <laughs> I'd be delighted. Can you have him send it to my friend Quintek? Sign it to my friend eBay. <laughs> my friend Quintek? <laughs> yes. Sign anything. He could sign a, a common piece of paper. Dilly Danvers, you know, he's a good man. Yeah. He's a very good man. He's great. Why is he your favorite NPC? I'll, I'll be sure to do that. He he wants a couple of my scales. I'll uh, I'll do that in a separate transaction so it doesn't like sully the the intimacy of your autograph. I I do have a request. I, I, we will certainly do what we can for the mayor. I, I have close contact with him. He has asked for similar, though I have had our own difficulties. We've tried to keep it quiet. But one of the northeastern tunnels of the Warrens that opens into the Immenwood, it's gone dark. Nobody's heard from the group there several days if you can find time to investigate it would be very very greatly appreciated I'd rather not have to cave in another tunnel just because uh, a couple men got drunk and decided to shirk their duties I'm sure that's all it is but if you'd be so kind please check it out for us you know what that last message said it was just a normal report. It had been brought by by hand from one of the guards. Uh, and he left. It's only about a, you know, two-hour walk. We would imagine to have heard from him again by now. Right, nothing about werewolf hunters, werewolves. No, no, nothing, nothing really to report. We just like to make sure nobody wanders into the Warrens, you see. Hmm. I don't like this. Maybe somebody has. Isn't Northeast also where 
What's his fuck ran? Who? The uh, uh, the guy that owns the uh, the thirsty alpaca. Yeah. I can't remember his name right now. Yes. He um, kind of ran. Uh, Harold Royston. Harold Royston. Yes. Look at Micah. Well, like Just well, on the fucking drone. You know, northeast in the direction of the Immonwood. That's also like where the river flows yep, yep, yep. and where that body came from. Yeah. So, that's not good. Yep, and faceless stalkers can also be small creatures. Oh, are we gonna have to? Are we gonna have an, a a side quest in a different underground subterranean tunnel? Road trip. <laughs> I don't this know. This is so much better than here. How the fuck episode. is Billiam gonna navigate the Warrens? I mean, oh, we can all girl. see in the dark. I, okay, so something that will never come up unless oh, we do this is that I actually on the belly, and you can just slide like the I, thugs, like the Great I, Escape. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have, um, I, I actually have a racial trait for being a Yusoki that is for. It's called Warren Navigator. I can't get lost underground. Nice. So you do your scurry thing. Yeah, uh, you become trained in another... Uh, when you sense direction or attempt to roll against a maze spell, you get a result of one degree of success better than you rolled. Oh. Is there like a D&D, or sorry, a Pathfinder equivalent of like a Claymore that I can, on the back of it, not the front of it, put like a little mouth guard on so you can just like clamp on it and just book it? Yikes. So that way it just kills whatever's in front of you and you're fine? Yikes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sounds like something uh, somebody that had snare crafting would be able to do, though. Look, I, I had to pick. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's nothing to be worried of. But if you do get a chance, if you find yourself up in the Immenwood, and he pulls out a map and he marks on the map exactly where the entrance is, check this place out just just to be safe, just to know. Yeah, of course. Thanks for your time, Quintech. Oh, by the way, the names of the two kobold stage there. Stakris and Trelig. They do have families. Stakris and Trelig. Thank you so much. What are their children's names? <laughs> <laughs> Billiam. Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> I don't know. And, and who belongs to what? But I know oh, their kids' names, right? Sure, I'll <laughs> say that you know their kids' names. I'm not going to make up kids' names for them. Well, i got to do a fucking The Thing-style verification of their identity when I meet them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That is true. Well, well if that's it was The Thing, it would idea. also have... <laughs> didn't The Thing like have yeah. the information of the people it consumed? It did. But yeah. faceless stalkers aren't The Thing. I think they got some rudimentary info. I'm not sure, though. You'd have to do a good enough knowledge check to know that. Yeah. Uh, well, he shredded that knowledge check, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you correctly. did. But, you did. I, but also, yeah. it's, you know, that's You only shredded a knowledge check to know that somebody died by a faceless stalker. Right. That's fair. Oh, hey, we're in a library. <laughs> Shh. Shut the fuck up. Or some of us are. All right. Right. Thanks, Quintech. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Yes, of course. And I will make sure to uh, station some men for the mayor, even just construction duties for showing up the walls and helping with the cemetery walls as well. Obviously, very good ideas. Thank you. I always liked you. I always liked you, too. You're a liar. 
Now you guys gotta fuck. Yeah, right. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Little kiss. The tension in this entire episode. Gotta kiss Clark. That is actually the name of the episode. Now you guys gotta fuck. High tension. <laughs> We're really trying for that explicit tag. Yeah, right. Right. I don't know they how we it. haven't gotten it yet. We do have the explicit tag. What are you talking we do. about? We started. Oh, I, I never see it. Yeah. Confirmed. It's like if right you now. click on our podcast. There's a big E with a circle around it, and yeah. they don't let us play in like Saudi Arabia and Egypt and and India, and several other places. We can't have our podcast shown. Sorry, guys. All I right. Bet. So, anybody else have any fun stuff they'd like to do for the day? Billiam, who's been conspicuously silent. I haven't been in any of these scenes. I went and sold my thing, and then, and then uh, I was actually I was looking at some hopefully useful items. Um, and I did not find too many that Bill would even be able to do. Yeah. While you are at the farrier, you overhear somebody at, at uh, in the stables. Um, and you recognize the voice as the wife of Clort Hengus. She's she's talking to somebody. You don't not recognize the other person. But she's like. I swear, every night, he's still there. I can feel him in the bed. I, every morning, he swings his legs over the edge of the bed, stands up, goes to the living room, eats his breakfast, and leaves. I can smell him. I can feel him. He's there, but I can't see him. I don't know what to make of it. Can I see who she's talking to? Uh, you would have to like go searching. You just kind of hear in the stables. Um, if you were to make your way around the corner, it's somebody that's actually in a stable. You can see her back facing the stable, but you can't see the person she's talking to. Can I go and feed a horse and get closer? Can you feed a horse? Are you going to Lenny this situation? <laughs> feed a horse to yeah. get closer. This is the world's greatest detective, Billiam. You, you made it really dangerous by making it a question like that, like the can <laughs> you, instead of a may can I. I? Can I? Can Bill take his, his breastplate armor off? And, and so he's shirtless, and he's now walking up to a horse to feed it and get closer to this conversation. This is the cover sure. of a trashy romance novel. <laughs> You're the Fabio hey. of Galarian. Hey, um, there's, there's some hay around. and hey, uh, Fresh grass works. Yeah, that works too. And you hear the other another voice. It's a it's a man's voice. That that sounds unnatural. It's it's got to be your grief, though. I mean, I ain't never seen a ghost. I know they exist, but Clort, he was a good man. He's got. I mean, there's no reason he'd be haunting you. But he died so suddenly and violently. Well, why wouldn't he be haunting the gauntlet if he was a ghost? Yes, you're sure, but I swear he's there. I can smell him. There's a spot in the bed where he was laying. I, I know he was there. Hmm. Interesting. I still can't see who she's talking to. Uh, it is, um, it is another half-orc. Looks a lot like her. So I guess you could surmise that it's maybe a, a relative. <laughs> is it Blort Clort's brother? <laughs> Blort Angus, yeah. I was thinking maybe it was somebody of importance who who. Uh, I don't know. You saying Blort's not important? 
<laughs> yeah, Floor said no. Floor's half the man of Clore. Bill starts crying. <laughs> but yeah, that that conversation kind of trails off. She's like, "Well, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're right, but it's so strange." I'll come see you again next week, eh? Look forward to it, sis. Look forward to it. And she leaves. All right. I guess I'll put my clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally inconspicuous. <laughs> yes, because Billiam comes by every day to feed this horse shirtless. <laughs> exactly. It bites one of your nipples. Yeah. I, well, I was thinking if I still couldn't see who it was, I want to like yank the horse's ear and make a ruckus so that they so that the person comes and reveals himself, but it found out who it was. If, so. if, listeners, if you could see <laughs> the horror and disgust in Joe's face right now. <laughs> At the thought of pulling on the ear of an imaginary horse. <laughs> yeah, that horse is going to fucking bite you. Well, that was... And that horse is going to beat your ass. You ever been horse bitten, Raymond? I have. They can break I, your have. Arm. I have. I got, I I have. got bit in the knee by a horse. Jake, I, I got, totally believe that. I got bit on the finger. <laughs> Me and Sarah had to take him to the doctor after he got bit by a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I fed it wrong. It hurt. It got me to the bone. Yeah. He bounced on me real good. <laughs> they bite hard. Well, luckily, he did. I learned that day. <laughs> Bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> luckily, oh, I just pet the horse instead. I was and, a child. Uh, and uh, yeah, I will make my home. I think that concludes all of your daytime activities, gentlemen. Yes? You want a Batman signal all the way to the morning or the evening or however? Cool. So that night. Clark's wife, whose name I can never remember. Uh, she's awoken with a start in the night. She feels something shifting in her bed. And she feels it roll to the edge and shift its weight. And then the weight leaves the bed. And she can hear footfalls on the floor softly, bare feet. And she waits till it leaves the room and she gets up and she follows it. She can smell her husband. Sweat is the, the, the musk he used to put on before a day's work. About three in the morning, usually the time he would go to work at the giant's wheel. The door opens to nothing into the night you hear the padding go off the wood floor onto the the dirt ground outside the gravel crunch 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 she follows the noise follows it through the town north through the gates around to the giant's wheel all the way to the cliff overlooking the bay she stands at the edge looking down into the water she can't hear the the walking anymore over the surf she can't smell clort over the salty air but she can hear something over the crashing waves something whispers in her ear Save us, and we'll see you next week.
forever. Damn. What? Was this an inception? Did you just cliffhanger us on a cliff? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he did. I thought, I, was, I thought you were gonna dark. Sh I, I, heard, I thought you were gonna uh, cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna dark shadows us and have her just jump off. That was weird. I had considered that, but that there's no finality there. There's like yeah, no exactly. way to close that up. There's no way to. True. That's just the well, end of the podcast after that. Yeah, exactly. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>